Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Check this out. So, number one in scoring information, only four teams in the history of the SEC have scored 56 or more points five times in a season. Tennessee has done that. And um, first time, 10 wins since 2003. Yep. Pretty good season, Jacob Warren. Kudos. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Obviously, you – go throughout the season and you do what you do and and it's awesome to look back and just realize the accomplishments that that we've made so far and we'll continue to make you know throughout the bowl season and um obviously it'll be interesting to see where where we get to go but um just looking back and you know 2003 i think was the last time we had won 10 games and uh just to be able to do that and to be able to do that the way we did you know i mean two years into a new a new program a new system is really big absolutely um like subscribe and share be sure and hit that like button so we can reach more and more Tennessee fans because Jake uh, always throws heat, provides insight. He's fantastic. So, uh, <laughs> Jacob, you guys had every reason to mail it in. You did. I mean, let's face it. Uh, the South Carolina loss was just absolutely uh, had to be painful to the core. And there's Vanderbilt, who has a lot to play for. Mm-hmm. You guys could have mailed it in, but you didn't. Why not? Uh, just because I think we all realized exactly, you know, what it was we were, <clears throat> what we're playing for, right? You know, it's um, something that this team is is really good about. We're good about kind of you know resetting, right? You know, taking taking adversity and being able to move on and and um, continue to just do us, right? We're just trying to be ourselves and just be be us this whole season. And so, anytime we we face some sort of adversity, it's always been all right. What can we do to fix it, and how can we bounce back and, and be better? Um, and I think also just the the um, 
you know, you you can see those the New Year's Six bowls and 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 these big these big time bowls in our future, and and there's all these predictions and, um, <clears throat> you know that that feeling that we felt at South Carolina, right? Like we're all competitors, we're all you know athletes, and like no one likes losing, right? So at the end of the day, it's, it's do I want to go through that feeling again? No, like no one does. Like, I know the fans don't, and we definitely don't either. Um, so just going out and, and doing what we know we're capable of doing, and just getting back to our our brand of ball. So you said bowl season a couple of times. There, yeah, there is probably like a five percent chance, maybe ten percent, that things could shake out in a weird way. Yeah, the college football playoff. <laughs> Do you even think about that, or are you like, no? Obviously, you you uh, you hear the scores of LSU and of Oregon and and all these other teams, and you know people losing, right? And in these teams that are ahead of us, that you know might open up that door for us or whatever. Um, yeah, you, you obviously look at it and you think about it and you're trying to do the math. Like, okay, if they lose to them, they'll have three losses. They can't put us behind a three-loss team. Okay, so they have two losses, but our two losses are better than their two losses. You know what I mean? Just trying to do all the stuff that we have no business trying to do, right? <laughs> like, we don't know what the people are thinking and, and how they make decisions and stuff. But um, obviously, yeah, you think about it. And now we've got some some teams to root for coming up next week. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see where we land. And, and uh, like I said, I think just – you know, not being content, but being happy with the fact that, you know, we've done a lot of good things this season. And, and regardless of whatever the outcome is, we'll be in a good bowl and we'll be, you know, playing against a really good competitor and, and have a good time wherever we are. The Vol Report brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden with uh, Jacob Warren. Bassey Lawn and Garden, Man Alive, Drive, Industrial mowers they've got the commercial mowers and residential everything you could possibly imagine at bassy lawn and garden so i don't care if you're in the nashville area the knoxville area or the chattanooga area uh, cleveland tennessee is where you need to be if you're looking to make a significant purchase for your lawn equipment also blowers and trimmers they got that too so um jacob at what point and i ask you a similar question after the georgia game but Last, pretty much the same question. At what point last week did you say to yourself, all right, we're locked in, we're fine, mentally at least? Um, yeah, I was happy with um, – because our, our work week, right, our, our practice week really starts on Tuesday. Uh, Monday is kind of just, a, <clears throat> you know, get get your body going and, you know, do some special teams and, and meet and try to go over the, the personnel for the next team we play, whatever. And then you come out on Tuesday and you have <clears throat> got the shoulder pads on and we're running through plays and, and doing our whole thing. And, you know, on Tuesday, there was there was a level of, of attention to detail and um, I guess just a level of focus that that needed to be there. And that I was extremely happy as an older guy on the team that can kind of kind of pick up on those things. Um, I was extremely happy to see because, you know, like you said, it, it would have been easy for everybody to just give in, you know, give in, throw in the towel, whatever. Um, but our attention to detail kind of coming in and starting the week off was, was really good. So um, I guess just Tuesday throughout the whole week, we you know, put four really good days of practice together and went out there and performed on Saturday. How would you describe the outside noise? Because you know, I know Kirk Herbstreet said on the college football playoff uh, <laughs> show that, yeah, he had bandy <laughs> over you guys. Oops. And, uh, you know, th- th- there was talk of it. An altercation, which I don't want to get into, but if you can just describe the outside noise and how you were able to tune that out. Yeah, I think, um, first of all, like people are 100% entitled to their own opinions. I think the quicker that I came to realize that, 
that I came to realize that, man, like I have opinions about things that might be different from other people. Right. And so you're entitled to your opinion. Kirk Herbstreit's entitled to his own opinion. Everyone can say whatever they want. But at the end of the day, it's um, the only thing that matters. The only thing that's going to have an impact on the way we play is the people inside the program. So, you know, if, if it's coming from outside the program, like it truly like <laughs> you, you, dict you dictate whether that allows it to affect you or not. And so I think um, just kind of continue to preach that to everybody that, that may not understand that or does understand that, but, you know, it kind of gets lost. There's some times when, you know, there's a lot of noise, right. It's a little bit louder sometimes. So um, just being able to continue to to preach that to our guys and, and to ourselves, right. Like I have to tell myself sometimes like not to look at Twitter. Don't, don't look at what Kirk, Kirk Herbstreit is saying, like, because it doesn't matter at the end of the day, we're going to go out there and we're going to play. And if we're better than them on that day, we'll win. So this team, how did it come together last week? Because it, it it seemed like from reports it was maybe a little disjointed for a moment, but you can just describe the past 10 days or so, 14, and, and, and how you guys came together last week. Yeah, I mean, there's there's things that happen within every program across America. And um, if you don't realize that or, or don't think that, then um, – I guess haven't, you haven't been following along with college football long enough to understand that, but uh, not you personally. Don't take that. <laughs> You've been in it a long time, but you know what I'm saying? Like there's, um, if, if you think that there's going to be 120, 20, you know, young adult men in a locker room and, and nothing's ever going to, no one's ever going to disagree. No one's ever going to argue, whatever you're, you're sadly mistaken. So, you know, this happens all the time and it doesn't change our program it doesn't change who we are. It doesn't change how we feel about each other. Um, doesn't change, you know, the way we treat each other, you know, wh whatever it is, like we're just there to, to be our best selves and to, to accomplish team goals, individual goals, and just love on each other and be there with, with one another. So, um, yeah, man, it, it's, there's people think that there's a lot of dissension and, and whatever within the program. And that's just not, not the case, but again, it doesn't matter what they think because the only thing that matters is what's going on here yeah. right now yeah that scoreboard indicated that things are still going pretty well behind closed there you doors. go there you go <laughs> so, um what do you prefer as a tight end to go out there and manhandle somebody in the mm -hmm. right game because you do both and you mm -hmm. guys did that because i think partly because the the conditions were so bad that was kind yeah. of the choice to go but what, what yeah. do you prefer manhandling somebody or being the high-flying Tennessee offense that we've grown accustomed to man it's it's fun because like at the beginning of the game I think it was the first drive you know you watch Joe Milton throw that ball to I think it was Jalen <clears throat> and like that's the style of ball that we've been playing all year and then you know the rain kind of keeps coming in and th that turf there is real slick and so um you know the ball was the ball was slipping and right receivers were slipping and it just everything right and so it's like all right we're gonna have to run the ball to to be able to score and to be able to be productive and then, you know, you come out of that game with, I think, 370-something yards rushing. <laughs> and you're like, man, how, how does that happen, first of all? Like, how do you run for that many yards? But, <clears throat> you know, you've got all three of our of our main backs, you know, had over, I don't know how many yards, but all three of them busted big runs, you know what I mean? Big 70, 80, 50-yard runs. And, um, man, there's nothing like that feeling of, of you know, locking onto your guy and driving him, driving him, and then seeing that back hit it and then just take off for 50 yards and then drive being over. Right? Like, that's the best part. Like, oh, finally, like we can just go and go off to the sideline. Right. But but just having having your little your little role um, in that success is really cool because, 
you know, that's often something that people give credit to the O-line and to the to the running backs, which 100% it is them. But also, too, I appreciate people that, that can give credit to the tight ends and, and you know, maybe shout us out on the, on the broadcast or whatever. Like, wow, look at this, look at this block by the tight end here. Um, I, I really appreciate it because, yeah, it is part of our game and something that we pride ourselves on for sure. Yeah, you guys weren't trying to uh, run up the score, were you? No, 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 never that. <laughs> never that. <laughs> I think, never. I think when you have long runs, it looks different, even though the score may be the same. <laughs> yeah. Supposed to throw in the ball. Um, Josh Heupel called this a culture win. What yeah. do you think he meant by that? Um, I think just you know that that that's very all encompassing. I guess this is it's a win that you know is very much um, a, a pride game. I guess if you want to say that, it's very much a uh, a bragging rights game. I guess within the state, right? So so you know you have to live with whatever happens in the state. You have to live with that game for the next year until you play again. So you lose the Vandy. You've got to hear it from everybody, from everybody in Nashville, all your friends, whatever. <clears throat> and so, and you know, in that way, it's it's a pride game. And then also just the culture, like, um, I think what he means, at least what it means to me, is being able to bounce back, being able to show that, you know, we've gone through some adversity and that, you know, we got set back, we got knocked down. And then showing the culture of the team coming out and being able to perform and at the highest level and, and um, you know, put up a lot of points and, and just be ourselves, um, I think, was what he kind of meant by that. Just just truly sticking to our culture and to, to our roots and to what we've been taught and going and showing the country, you know, what that is. Yeah, I, I think he meant as much as anything, too, that, you know, there, the outside noise and all that, that it didn't it didn't affect you, maybe an internal issue and. Um, it was just a, it was a really impressive way that you guys came out in particular, wanted to get your thoughts on, on the defense, because, mm. you know, after Man. a frustrating night against South Carolina, yeah, it, it was really obvious to me. Like I, I pretty much had my column written on the defense after the first quarter. Um, mm. it was really obvious to me that they came out and they wanted to play statement for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. And just, um, you know, there's there's times throughout the game where you know the offense sit on the sidelines and you're wondering like, okay, they just picked up a big play. Like, let's go ahead and get ready for, you know, not doubting the defense or anything, but you know they're in the red zone. Like, come on, let's start getting our getting our helmets ready, get your gloves ready, get everything ready to roll. So, you know, I mean, if they score or they kick a field goal, whatever it may be, you know, we're ready to roll, ready for kickoff, kickoff return, and and we're about to be on the field. And it just seemed like every single time that you know, they would make a big play or look like they were kind of approaching or whatever, that defense would stand up and they would and they would make that stop, right? They they stopped them and then they, the guy pushed the field goal to the left or pulled it, whatever you call it. And then, you know, they're getting turnovers or they're do, doing this, doing that, whatever. And um, just coming up in really big ways to, to continue to to feed the um, the momentum and the, the energy. Um, and honestly, like the, the crowd environment was crazy, right? <laughs> because you're – you're at an away game, but it's, you know, they're making more noise on, on their third downs than they are on our third downs. And so that was big, the way we were able, we were able to show out and, and our fans were able to come and support us and, um, you know, stayed for a majority of the game, regardless of, you know, it being real rainy and it being kind of a, kind of a blowout towards the end there. But uh, yeah, truly, truly appreciate them and the defense as well. Yeah. There, there, there's nothing wrong with a, a game at Neyland West. Hey, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say it. <laughs> but I've been to a lot of those, and there's a yeah. lot of orange. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what in the world is Hendon Hooker doing with a bum knee, jumping around and being a part of everything all week? Because Cooper told me he was. And my goodness, shouldn't he be thinking about his NFL future and all this other stuff? But he just, he's just an incredible young man. Yeah, that's him, man. That's him. Um, you know, there was no doubt in my head, right, that he – it just seemed normal to me that he was on the trip and that, like like I said, he's my roommate, right? So <clears throat> I was like, oh, am I going to get a room to myself this week? Like, is there just not going to have a roommate, whatever? Are they going to fill that spot? And then I was like, no, Hendon's definitely coming. Like, Hendon is 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 this team. You know what I mean? In a way, he's he's not – you know, no individual is, is above the team, but – but this is Hendon's team, and he has done so much to get us here. And, you know, even before the game, he's in the middle of the huddle, just like he was when he was playing, you know, breaking it down on the field. And he's on the sidelines, you know, cheering guys up and, and just, you know, congratulating everybody, doing his handshakes with Joe and with all the other quarterbacks. And then in the locker room afterwards, he's up there, you know, dancing as much as he can, right? He can't dance too much, but, you know, doing his thing and just getting excited for his guys. And so, um, yeah, there's never a doubt with him about how, how he, you know, is going to show up for us and for the team. Okay, so for those that don't know, you you've said it before. People didn't see that in your video. You are uh, roommates, road roommates with Hendon. Yeah. So, what was Saturday morning like, knowing that he wasn't playing? You guys were still roommates. I mean, yeah. What was it like? I mean, we're both very much like when we're just in our own spaces, right? We're just very calm there. We don't do too much. We don't talk a whole lot. We kind of just relax and, and watch TV. So that's pretty much all it was. You know, we have meetings in the mornings. Um, you know, we have meals and stuff, but then you get time to go relax, especially on night games, go relax, get off your feet and just hang out. So, you know, we just sit there, watch football, you know, just like anybody else, right? And just talk about the games or, you know, he knows a lot of people, you know, around college football and stuff. So he'll be like, oh, that's my dude from from whatever that I know. And so, man, just a lot of the same, man, is 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 really cool to see. And um, obviously I hate I hate everybody asking him about, you know, how he's doing. And, and you know, I, everyone cares, right? But, but like, no, like, don't ask him how, you know, how his legs are doing. Don't ask him how he is. You know, just, just truly be there for him and just be a friend and just be – you know, present. And so I think that's kind of what I was trying to do. I wasn't trying to push. I wasn't trying to pry. I was just, just trying to do act like everything was normal, even though, you know, it might not be whatever. So. Yeah. It sounds like if I were a fly on the wall and didn't notice the limp that I would think it's just another game day. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, for sure. So um, as as far as this season and, and you look back and there's obviously the, the Alabama win, there's the holding on to, to beat Florida, there's the LSU, and you guys laid a beat down on them. So, But is there one moment that's maybe a little more obscure that when you look back personally that stands out to you? It could even be preseason. Is is there any moment that you were, you were kind of cemented in that this is going to be a great season for Tennessee? Um. Yeah, I thought so. I mean, going into the season, obviously, you, you look at your schedule and you um, you think, right, like, oh, OK, we can win this one. We should win this one, should win that one. Um, like, OK, hope we have a good game there and can and can pull that one off, whatever it may be. So you're kind of calculating and doing all these things in your head like we should be this, we should be that. Um, but I think, you know, the first time that I saw a real, um, you know, a real promise and like real opportunity was was uh, at the pit game. Right. You go up the pit and man, like it's not going how you want it to go. The offense is not playing how 
you know, we know we can and how we did the week before. And um, just to see, we mentioned the defense earlier, but just to see the way the defense had stepped up in that game for us, you know, it seemed like we just kept giving the ball back to them and just, you know, couldn't get anything going. And the defense stood up for us. And then whenever it, whenever it all came down the line, like we're able to make a play to go win the game. And, um, man, I just truly felt like that was the, the, you know, not the first time, but that was a really big time where it seemed like, you know, we were ready to play as a team for the, for this season. And so, um, yeah, I guess that was, you know, not a turning point, but that was just kind of opened my eyes, you know, as a player that, yeah, we're ready to go, you know, obviously we didn't blow them out or whatever, but we won a, we won a big game and won an important game and they were AC champs, right? Like they're a good team. And, um, just the way that it, that it, that it panned out, it showed a lot of, of toughness and, and, uh, um, I guess just perseverance, I guess, through that. So I knew if we had those things, we would be able to to make a good run and to, and to play well throughout the season. Yeah, it seems like about, what, 12 years ago, doesn't it? Man, yeah, it does. <laughs> this is crazy. But it also seems like, you know, fall camp was two weeks ago, which is which is which blows my mind, man. But that's how it is in, in the fall for us, man. Yeah, no doubt. And I should have asked earlier, but you at one point left the field a little gimpy. You're good, right? Yeah. But we talked before the recording, but I want yeah. everybody to know. Yeah, I'm fantastic. I feel great. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> good deal. Jake, mm-hmm. uh, congratulations on a great season. We'll see what happens with uh, the bowl games and or maybe the college football playoff. We'll keep an eye on that. But, uh, man, kudos to you and the rest of this football team and overcoming a lot and exceeding expectations by about three wins, if you believe the guys out in Vegas. So, kudos. Thank you. I appreciate it. He is Jacob Warren, the Vol Report, brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden, Man Alive. It's worth the ride. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports.